What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these times, my friends. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different from the norm. I've been sitting in front of my computer for the last three hours plus trying to come up with a fully fleshed ideas and I'm just coming up with nothing. So in this episode, this might become a series whenever I can't come up with a completed idea that I want to share with everybody where I just kind of do a brain dump of everything that I'm thinking about and every idea that I've come up with that may not have all the fully fleshed out like sauces and all the things that I usually talk where I'm able to go for half an hour long or anything like that. This is just three ideas that has been in my head and been rattling around in my head that I that I just want to share with you guys. And hopefully if you enjoy it, let me know and I will do more of these things in the future. Let's get into it right now. So these are the three big ideas. Idea number one, make the big change, make the big change. Uh, Ramit Sethi, who is one of my favorite authors out there, I really enjoy what he has to put out there. He always loves to say, stop asking the $3 question and start asking the $30,000 questions. And usually when I think of this, I'm always thinking about like, oh yeah, stop chasing, looking for all the sales and all these things and rather put your time and effort into finding ways that you can increase your income, looking for ways that you can set up your automatic saving and your automatic investing plan and putting that in place, making sure you're paying off your debts on time and making sure that you have a plan in place for your money. That's the way I've historically thought about it. But recently I was thinking about it again because I was looking at some other things and you know how like sometimes two ideas can come together to form a new idea. I don't remember what that second thing was, but the idea was I was thinking about this quote and I started thinking like, yo, for a lot of us, when it comes to life, when it comes to our health, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to so many different things in our lives, what we end up doing is we play around the edges and we never actually attack the core problem. We never actually attack the main issue. It's like, uh, if anybody has seen anyone ever cut grass, it's like for some people, all they'll do is they'll play around trying to get their edging done and get the edging done. But at the end of the day, if you don't actually get the lawnmower out and cut the grass, you never actually see any changes. Like for some people, when we start off the year, we always have that. What's the number one new year's resolution. It's always, I want to lose weight. And for a lot of people, we do a lot of nickel and diamond things where it's like, oh, I don't eat this. I don't eat this. But we never focus on what am I actually eating? What is it that I'm actually intaking? What are the exercises that I actually do on a regular basis that's going to actually get my heart rate up and give me some kind of stress to get my body to be healthier? What are we actually doing? A lot of times we just be nickel and diamond and doing all these little, little things that end up adding up and actually leaving us nowhere. It is very important that if we are going after a big life change, we actually actually make large changes. It's better for us on the front end to rip off the bandaid and make sure that we are making the changes that we need to make in other for other things to be a lot easier. As somebody told me one time, do the hard things and life will be easier. Do the hard things today and life will be easier. If you keep trying to do just the easy stuff, life will never get easier. Life will just get harder and harder and harder. So do the hard things today. Make the hard decision today. If you're if you have a business that you're working on, stop looking at logos and start trying to sell your services or start trying to sell your product rather than you focusing so much on my logo, the colors and all these other little, little things that don't really matter. Just get started. Do something. Try to sell the product because at the end of the day, the thing that makes a difference is not the logo. It's not any of these other things. The thing that makes a difference is you actually selling your 
product. So if you have a business, get at it. If you're trying to develop your skill set, go learn a skill set and then implement that skill set. So make the big change. Stop trying to do all the little, little things and focus on the big change. Idea number two, a lot of us hear it all the time. Everybody says that. I say it all the time. Invest, 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 invest. But nobody ever tells you exactly how to invest. So here's a quick breakdown on how you invest. Before you start investing, there's a few things you need to do. One, do you have a budget in place or do you have a spending spending plan in place to know where all your money is going? It's very important that you give your money a job. Do you know how much you're spending on rent? Do you know how much you're spending on food? Do you know how much you're spending on streaming services? Services. It's very important that you already have some kind of budget or some kind of spending plan in place. If you have that in place, my second question is, do you have an emergency fund? I tell most people to start off with about $1,500 to $2,000. If you don't have an emergency fund right now, at least that will cover you for most things. However, as you go on, you might need a three-month, three to six-month emergency fund. For some people, they need up to 12 months of your expenses, 12 months of your expenses in an emergency fund. Do you have that? And then number three... Pay off your high interest debts. I'm looking at you auto loans. I'm looking at you credit cards. I basically believe that anything that has an interest rate higher than 6%, you need to be paying that thing off. However, that doesn't mean you don't invest while you're doing all these other things. It just means that you might have to invest less than you would have otherwise been investing. But once you pay off all your debt, once you have your emergency fund, you take that extra money and you start investing. And here's the main things you're going to need when you start investing. The account that you're going to need is either a 401k or a Roth IRA. A 401k is going to be offered by your job. And usually they're going to match you. Typically it's up to 6%. If you put 6%, the company is going to match you up to 6%. That's a great 12% that you just saved. The other one is your Roth IRA. This is your individual uh, retirement account. And you can open one with Fidelity, Vanguard, Charles Schwab, a lot of different places that you can go open one. And to max out your, your Roth IRA, which I say everybody should max out your Roth IRA, you need to save about $500 a month into this account. Now, if you can only start off with $50 a month, that is plenty. Start off with that and then grow. When I first started investing, I only started off with $50, which is something that a lot of people think like, oh, if I can't do the most, then I'm not going to do anything. No. Actually start off with what you can start off. Moving on from there is what do you invest in? I suggest you start off just doing something called a target date index fund, a target date index fund, which is basically an amalgamation of a bunch of different funds that you can have in one place. So it has both bonds, it has both invest, it has both stocks, all of these things in one place. And basically it's the ultimate way for you not to have to figure out, oh, what should I invest in? Should I invest in Microsoft? Should I invest in Google? No, that's a waste of time. You don't need to do any of that stuff. You just need to find yourself a target date index fund. If you use Fidelity, you'll be looking for the Fidelity Freedom Index Fund. And the way to select the one that you want for yourself is to select is to add 60 to your birth year, or you can increase that amount if you want it to be more aggressive. Basically, you do, if you were born in 2000, which is so crazy to think about, if you were born in 2005, you do the Fidelity 2060 plan, 2065 plan or something like that. So basically, you just want to search, you can go on Google and just search Fidelity Freedom Index and then put your birth year plus 60 and then add fund at the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's going to be on the screen for you to see how to search that. And you'll see some examples on the screen. If you're looking for Vanguard, all you have to search for in Vanguard is just Vanguard Target Retirement. And you have the year 60 plus your birth year. Schwab is Schwab Target Birth Year Plus 60 Index Fund. 
And that's what you look for if you're looking for any of these things. Next one is index funds. If you don't want to do the target date fund, you can do index funds. For I put some examples out here, which can be the Fidelity Zero Total Market Index Fund or the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund or Schwab Total Stock Market Index Fund. If you're using a, a platform like M1 Finance, from there, how do you actually invest in your 401k? For this one, you're probably going to have to contact the HR team in your company and ask them, like, how do I set up an automatic deposit? For a lot of people, you are automatically enrolled in your 401k plan from your company. You might just need to look at what exactly is it invested in. For most people, it's going to be some kind of target date index fund. But the most important thing is if you're making any changes to your 401k investment, be mindful of the fees. Be very mindful of the fees, especially with your 401k or IRA. Whatever page you're on, just do a control F on there and search for expense ratio. You do not want to pay anything more than a 0.1% expense ratio ratio or any of these things. The most important words that you're going to be looking for when you're investing in your company 401k is the following words, index fund, S&P 500, total market, international market, world index fund. Any of these words is what you're looking for when you're looking for your investments. Again, keep your investment fee low. That's the most important thing when it comes to any of these things. And then if you're investing in your target date, uh, if you're investing in a Roth IRA, set up an automatic, do these three things. One, set up an automatic deposit into your Roth IRA. I suggest doing a direct deposit from your paycheck. So that way you never think about the money. You never even remember that you have the money. If you can't do it that way, you can set up a direct deposit from your primary bank account. So that way the money just automatically goes into that account. The second thing that you you do is set up automatic buy-in of one of the suggested investment options that we talked about earlier. Select those, set it up to be automatic. If you don't know what you're doing and you work and you open an account with like Fidelity or Vanguard, either one of these platforms, they would literally work you through step by step by step of how to set up this automatic payment. They will take their time with you to ensure that you know exactly what you're doing. Or in some cases, they'll actually do it on your behalf. So that's how to invest. If you've ever been wondering how to invest, I know I didn't really speak to all the details of like what this means and that means that's not the point of this video today. Like I said, this are some incomplete ideas that I had. And then finally, idea number three comes from a blog post that I read from Morgan Housel and I just loved it. I'm gonna put a link down in the description and down in the show notes for all those who are listening for you guys to go read this as well. I think it's very important. And basically the idea is, Buy nice things, but not fancy things. And I saw this quote somewhere else, and it was so in line with just the idea from the blog post, which is, you get rich by living poor, and you get poor by by living rich. And I know a lot of people will be like, why would you want to live poor? Let me explain what I mean. What is the difference between a fully loaded Honda Civic and a base model BMW 3 Series? What is the difference between these two cars? I'm going to give you all a second to think about that. Well, if we start off with the price of these two cars, fully loaded Honda Civic costs about $31,000. A base model BMW costs $45,000. It doesn't come with anything extra, nothing. Just You just get the car. On the other hand, the fully loaded Honda Civic comes with all the bells and whistles, all the safety features, all the nice seat warmers, the vibrating chairs and seat coolers, all the fancy stuff that you can ever dream of will be in that fully loaded Honda Civic. And the main difference between these two cars is simply this. 
The Civic is nice and makes life a lot more pleasant and makes it easier when you're driving on the highways where the BMW is nothing more than a status symbol. And so the word of caution is this. Spending your money to buy status is the fastest way for you to go broke. Spending your money to buy status by buying all these different fancy things that do nothing other than try to give you status, like your fancy Louis Vuitton belt that nobody can see, or your fancy Louis Vuitton shoes, or your fancy J's, or your fancy fill-in-the-blank thing that everybody goes crazy for, because you believe it's going to give you a certain status. If you're buying it just so you can have a certain status, it is the easiest way for you to go broke. Buy nice things that make your life better, make your life easier, not things just for status. But anyway, that's all I have for y'all in this episode. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. Let me know if you enjoyed this style of podcast, which was, I know it was a little bit all over the place with so many different ideas being touched on all at the same time. But like I said earlier, I've been sitting in front of my computer for about three hours now trying to come up with an idea. I've done like literally 10 takes of some podcasts I was trying to record, but it just was not coming out right. And I was actually not going to release anything, but I just was in the bathroom and this idea dawned on me and I was like, you know what? Let's try it this way. So hope you all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did share this podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate and one person you just kind of like about and by that time you to share it with every single person that you know boys be your boy kalechi i'm gonna catch y'all up on the next one remember generosity is always greater than greed god bless each and every single one of y'all and your boys out of here peace